The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. South Africa is going through an electricity crisis again. Um, We have load shedding, which means power gets put off between certain hours. Um, And sometimes because of the lack of maintenance, the power just randomly goes off. This morning I was on my way to church and there was a problem again. So instead of going to church, I went to the shop, um, to our shop and helped make breakfast because some of the other people in town don't have generators. So we're very privileged and we can actually help out their customers as well. Now, I wasn't doing what I wanted to do and I realized there would be no church for me this morning. So I had a choice. I could throw a tantrum and sulk because my plans were disrupted or I could find a way to turn a negative situation into a positive one. My choice has to be positive. I've shot myself in the foot many times and learned lessons the hard way. I now choose to make decisions based on what is going to be the best for myself and the people around me. If I choose to be in a bad mood, I don't just affect myself but it ripples out to everyone I come into contact with. You know those people who never have anything positive to say? They can shroud even the best situation in a cloud of dark complaints. They suck the life out of you and leave you feeling like a dirty grey dish rag that's seen better days. I don't want to be like that. I want to spread love, joy and kindness. Jesus said in John 3 verse 8, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. This is a really difficult verse for me to understand, but if I think about the wind, it starts to make sense. Where we live, we have a healthy dose of wind most of the time. Wind is unpredictable. It can be gentle, but it can also be extremely fierce. It brings clouds which bring rain and it can blow down trees and buildings. Wind can be beneficial, but it can also be destructive. If the Holy Spirit is like the wind, it makes sense that he can and will have a beneficial influence on those who listen to him. We hear the gentle whisper of the Holy Spirit, just like a gentle breeze that cools down a very hot day. Then there are times when the Holy Spirit comes like a rushing wind. Just think of the disciples waiting and praying in the upper room and the wind filled the house while tongues of fire settled on each one. Wow, now that's life-giving wind which brings rain and new growth. But what about the destructive wind? The tornadoes, hurricanes and cyclones, where do they fit in? I think that the Holy Spirit will, with our permission, tear down the strongholds we have built in our lives. He will topple the high places we have set up for ourselves, and He will eradicate our idols, blowing down the altars that we have built that we've been sacrificing 
on which we've been sacrificing to false gods. The Holy Spirit cannot do anything bad because He is God and God is love. I also think that we, as followers or disciples of Christ, should be like the wind. We should not be set in our ways. We should be able to move in a moment at the bidding of the Spirit. We should be willing to go where He leads. We must think nothing of making complete fools of ourselves. If the Spirit tells us to do or say something that doesn't make sense, but it is in line with the Scripture, we should do it. When David danced semi-naked before God while the ark was being brought into Jerusalem and his wife ridiculed him about it, he told her that he would become even more undignified than that. Did you know that Isaiah walked naked and barefoot for three years because God told him to? Talk about embarrassing. Ezekiel lay on one side for 390 days and on the other for 40 days. Why? Because God told him to. He didn't grumble and groan and worry about what the people would say. He didn't get stressed about whether his church friends would think he'd lost his mind and that he'd never be invited to a bride again. He just did it because God said so. We must be willing to do what God expects of us without hesitation. In Matthew 8 verse 19 to 22, a scribe who told Jesus he would follow him made the excuse that he would first bury his father and then follow. Jesus answered and said, Follow me, and let the dead bury their own dead. No hesitation, no excuse. Just instant obedience is expected of us. Like the wind, be willing to change direction and intensity without question. It's a place we need to get to.